right, guess what, everyone? This is Electronic Music Production Podcast. And I am your loyal host, Marshall Arnold. What's happening? Hey, thanks for tuning in today. This is episode 8, recorded February 26, 2011. Be sure to check out my website, marshall at marshallarnold.com. Also, that's my email, actually. <laughs> and my website, as you can see on the screen, marshallarnold.com. All right. Thanks for tuning in today. And uh, welcome to the show. This is the show where basically it's a live recorded studio session of me working on some music. Electronic music, to be more specific. Okay, so last episode we finished up the track EMP, which is the intro music for this um, podcast. Also, it will be released on an upcoming release through my record label called Addictive Vibe Records. I'm sorry, I'm getting a delay. So I'm just going to go like this for until we start listening to some music. Anyway, so it'll be released uh, pretty soon on Addictive Vibe Records, so I will keep you informed on that when that comes out. And also, well, that's about it, actually. Well, you could also, I've got a couple other releases out. My latest release, Inside Your Radio, is available now at uh, junodownload.com. That's J-U-N-O download.com. Search Marshall Arnold on there. Or you can find it on iTunes. So, But if you want the high-quality wave, go to Juno. Um, uh, I think iTunes says 128 kbps mp3s. So. Anyway, okay, so here's what we're doing today. I've got the song set up. Already I've done a lot of work so far on this track and I've gotten a little bit of feedback from the guys at, on at Addictive Vibe Records about what's going on. But before we go any further, let me just go ahead and introduce you to the supporting cast. We've got the uh, Korg R3 sitting right here. Oh, And then we have uh, the M-Audio Venom on the top there and the Roland V-Synth GT on the bottom. Those are my pals. Okay, <laughs> so what we're going to do today is I'm going to play what I've got so far. I got the track about halfway finished and we will, I'll kind of go through. I've done a few different things that I normally do and I will talk to you about that here. Um, let's just go ahead and um, get into the groove here. So I will play you what I have. Crispy. Thank you. 
Okay, that's all I got so far. I like it. I like it a lot. So, I hope you like it too. All right. Let me tell you what I did. And I'm going to take my headphones off so I can do that. This is a little, like a little bit of a latency delay. And that's why I stutter a little bit. So I'll take these off. Go like that. And I'll tell you what I did. Um, okay. So normally what I'll do is I'll... Uh, sometimes I sequence one one thing at a time. This time around, however, I decided to use a bunch of plugins. Uh, last episode, I talked about some of the things I got um, as far as new plugins and and all this. So uh, the first thing I did is I loaded up the M1, which is part of the Korg Legacy collection. You can see it here. Um, I'll get my mug out of the way here. And this is a classic synth from the 80s. I think it's uh, one of the, if not the number one selling synthesizer of all time was the Korg M1. Uh, had that great piano sound that was in everything in the early 90s and everything. And uh, this is, uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I really like this thing. Um, so what I did initially, this is kind of like a bell type sound. So that's what you hear in the background. One of, the, one of my uh, background sounds, let me find it. Um, this is why it's good to label everything. M1. So we'll... Uh, we can't. Hold on. <laughs> so, I gotta make sure you guys can hear me. I had my uh, analog mixer burn out as a Mackie DFX12. Normally I would run things a little differently, but until I can replace that, this is how we're doing it. Anyway, uh, so we'll hide that. Actually, we'll leave it out. And um, so the M1, which is, there it is. Sorry about that, my labeling's a little off, but the plugin the plugin back up here that's a bummer oh, there you can see it So that was the M1, one of the patches in there. And the other thing is I used a Mini Moog V, which I use very often. Let's see, which one is this one? 
This is my baseline. Turn this to that. So I don't have much variation in the baseline right now, as you can see. Jupiter 8V right here. And this was one of my leads, like pretty much the first lead that comes in here. I'll bring that up. Oh boy. <laughs> See it down here. So then. Uh, Originally, I was working with 
percussion through the M1. The M1 has a bunch of different um, one-shot samples of kick drums, snares, hi-hats, crashes, pretty much anything you'd ever want as far as old-school sounds. Uh, it's pretty cool, but uh, the kick drum I was originally using in the kit wasn't very good. And I'll just play uh, this here. That's a wave station. Where's wave station at? Right here. Alright, so I guess it's the wave station. Oops. So I sequenced all this uh, myself. Uh, I really like the electro sounds, so that's kind of why I went with this. You see down here is a snare. Up here is a hi-hat. A little bit more involved here. Okay. So that's my some of my filler percussion. And I like to keep my look to the regions because it's easier to see if everything's kind of the same. Uh, then I used a mini Moog again for an arpeggiation that I hooked up through the V-Synth GT. So basically I set up the arpeggiator on the V-Synth and sent the output MIDI into Pro Tools and it then took that and routes it out to the mini Moog. for arpeggiation. And I believe it's this one. So I basically kind of repeated it until I got to that kind of break and it goes like this.
I've got the filter sweep on there. Uh, it's either 70, yeah, 74. So anyway, that's pretty much the gist here. Now, normally, like I said, I don't run everything. This is kind of the, the way I would do things when I was running back with um, reason only. Uh, where I would set everything up, I'd set all my instruments up in Reason and program everything, all the MIDI, and um, have my whole track running through MIDI through these virtual instruments in Reason. So uh, that to me is the easiest way because it's quick to make changes. If you mess up some notes or something, you just fix them real quick. Or if you don't like the sound, you can change it. And uh, instead of doing it a bit at a time, which is kind of how I have been doing it with Pro Tools, uh, mostly because I was limited by processing power and uh, memory. I, I'm pretty much not having that problem, at least not as bad. Uh, the other thing I wanted to show you guys was um, the Storm Drums uh, plugin, which is this one. Uh, Storm Drums 2 from East West. Uh, this is fantastic. It has, and you guys, I guarantee you, you've heard these sounds before, at least some of them. So let me find it. So they use, it's right here. It's called Play. If it'll come up, maybe. There there we go. Yeah! Storm drums too, bitch! Alright. Getting a little carried away. Uh, this thing's great. Listen to that. So, uh-huh. You know, when you're watching those cheesy movie trailers and the guy's like, In a world where there were a bunch of aliens. And it goes, One man has to save one small puppy. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, this is one of the best percussion plugins ever. It's got one of the best sound libraries I've ever found for these really big, dramatic type of uh, one-shots. Um, I love this thing. Go buy it right now. It's a little expensive, um, but geez, listen to it. I mean, now this is just one kit. There's all kinds of kits in here. Um, in the browser, this is kind of where you pick. Here, I'll switch the... So this is where you pick your tracks. You've got your... Um, right now I'm doing Godzilla hits. And that's in the sound design percussion. There's all kinds of stuff. I mean, really. Now, see, this is cool because the same plugin works with my East-West 
um, symphonic orchestra, which if you look in the uh, bottom left where it says favorites and says E-W-K-L-S-O, platinum brass. Well, that's all my brass instruments. It's got its own percussion um, library. It's not quite as good as obviously SD2, but pretty good. Uh, the strings are wonderful, and I don't use a lot of woodwinds or anything, but uh, I assume they're good because it's east-west. Hello. Okay. Fantastic plugin. Anyway, so how I use this is... I'm resizing the screen here. In the breakdown, I'm sure you know, you've heard it. Right here. Great sounds. I'm I just love these. Love these bigs in a world where one man must save his puppy from hell. Save that puppy. Huh. <laughs> Alright. So this is what I had done. I swear to God, guys, next time I will start from scratch, I promise you, so you can see everything from scratch. And I think I look retarded. Okay. <laughs> Let's play it all again. So one of the guys in the label was saying that he thought that, I guess he was talking about my main lead through the Jupiter 8 is, uh, needs to be quantized or something, but when you look at it, it doesn't look like it's off to me, and I, I, I can't, maybe it's because I've heard it so much so far. But I can't hear anything wrong. Eight one. Jupiter lead. So when you go in here and you look at this, I'll change the grid. Actually, maybe it is off a little bit. I could have sworn I fixed it. Man, he must have a great ear because I couldn't tell. But Yeah, it sounds off. Let's go ahead and fix it. Now I should be able to...
I played this freehand and I guess I forgot to go back and look at it. There's two notes there. Yeah, this is pretty awful. Alex, if you ever watch this show, man, thanks, because uh, I didn't notice. I'm only off by a tiny bit. Jeez. So this is fun, probably, watching somebody edit notes on the computer. Like I said, I hate the quantize feature, Oops. mostly because I have no idea how the hell to use it and I don't give a shit, so. I got all the time in the world, I'll sit here and do this all day. <laughs> it's fun, it's like painting a fence. A little Huckman reference there. Alright, let's look down here. A little more filter. So and the one thing I did end up sampling in so far was a speak and read. Uh, that's the only recorded audio in the track so far. And I'll show you that here in a minute. Now this is probably going to sound different now because... Ooh. Sorry if I'm blowing your ears off. Get some earplugs. One day, I will figure out how to use the quantize if it makes things better. I just always notice that like it either pulls stuff too far onto the grid or um, it, it, I don't know. I just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't understand how to use the thing. Maybe I'm just dumb, but it's okay. Longer episode for everybody watching. Congratulations. My cat is going crazy.
Oh man, I should have done this before I started recording. Let's make sure I'm not missing anything. I'll just probably edit this shit out, actually. God, please tell me that's all of it. Okay. All right. Let's see how this changes everything. All right. Let's turn everything back on so that I can hear with the uh, side chaining. If it makes a difference. We'll see here. Sounds lots better. God, I missed all of those.
that's why you gotta go back through and listen, I guess. Shit. Oh, I hate it when I do that. That one's right. That one's wrong. That one's right. All right. We'll start it from here. That does sound much better. Uh, okay, so <laughs> let me save that before something crashes. Wow, big difference. Thanks again, Alex. You're the man. Okay, so uh, the other thing that I did that I don't normally do was with reason. I basically outputted, if that's a word, outputted. <laughs> I output each individual percussion sound and effect and everything that I was using in Reason to their own individual cell, I guess, or track on uh, Pro Tools here. And I'm going to try and find... Um, I usually detach the sequencer and the rack here just to separate things a little bit. Oh. Bam. Okay, so each of these is being routed, like this is uh, my snare, a hi-hat, 
crash, which actually I was told was too loud, so we'll just turn that down a little bit. And as you can see below here, the red, I've got a DDL delay and a UN16 Unison, as well as the uh, RV7000 Reverb set up on that crash to add some effects and, of course, an EQ and some other things here. So, And my side chain I put up top to just because I'm just using this. You can't hear it. But this kick drum is being routed into into Pro Tools as the side chain, and it's basically the ex um, just a I think it's a just four four hits. Yeah, you can see, and I'm using the computer portion, the steps. Um, let's zoom in. Since my mouse doesn't show up. This section here is, you see the the little things here, and when you hit run, it, it'll cycle through. You'll see the little red dot moving over the top. That is my side chain. Okay, so what I did is, um, let's say each one of these, change this back. Okay, each one of these sections is being routed to its own um, output, I guess, on the hardware device, which then uses rewire inside of um, Pro Tools. And routes that sound out. Which is great. So I'm still using Reason as my drum machine, and one of my effects is Reason. This big sweep sound is Reason. Um, yeah. Then the the last thing here, and then we'll try and work on some stuff, is these yellow sections are recordings from the speak and read right here which word f i v e this word is five i think i was going to do a countdown so this let me show you this thing stupid thing I'm going to see if I can't put it over here. Whoa, this is hard to do. All right. Circuit bent speak and read from FastMat. Uh, just FastMat.com, F-A-S-T-M-A-T.com. You can get your own, about $150 U.S. And now I've got trying to keep it in and my microphone doesn't reach this far i'm just gonna go over here and play with it so you can't hear me it's too bad level two. Level two. 
hard to do. So I, w I would go into the uh, hear it. Uh, read it. Level one. That's not the right one. Hear it. Uh, and you hit go. Which word? And I would type. Um, we get a list off the internet of the words this thing can say, and I'd say something like who. W. H. O. And it'll tell you. And you record this. This word is who. Okay, so there you go. And see, the cool thing is it's got on the side here, this is like a uh, pitch bend. So. Which word? W. H. O. And you can turn it and it'll, you'll see. This word is Crazy. So then the other thing you can do is I got all these little crazy switches on the side, and I'm going to glitch this bitch out right now. Sometimes it freezes up. It's got this crazy, like, uh, I don't know, like, kind of like another pitch bend type. You roll your fingers across it. I'm not sure what all these buttons do, I'm just pushing them. get some real wild and crazy noises out of this thing. these like little buttons up here on the side and they're like tone generators and then this one so watch this so you could do like excite bike from the nintendo 
<laughs> All right, that's enough of that shit. So what I did is I typed in some words that I wanted this thing to say. And I recorded them. So you see the little snippets over here. That was two, two of them. I think I did that so I could slip it in a little better. Answer this. Who are you? So, you gotta sequence it. I don't have the right screen up and I'm showing you all this shit. Let's do that again. Right here. I've got one set of sounds and this, and then the R is right here, uh, the purple one. So that's how I did that. Okay. What time is it here? All right. It's almost time to wrap this up, but I'm going to play this one more time. Let me see what I think I want to do here. There is one more lead coming straight off the R3. Right here. Oh, yay!
some reason it's uh, triggering the mini moog also. So it sounds cool when you play this. dicking around now but all right i think i'm gonna end the episode so next episode i think we're gonna try and add some um uh, well we'll try and extend the track a little bit add some snares and some other percussion and try and fill the rest of the track i've pretty much got the main sounds and everything this is going to be interesting because everything is sequenced um like all at once so it'll be easy to kind of make changes i'm hoping <laughs> we'll see how it turns out so thanks for watching folks and uh i will see you next week and don't forget this is episode eight check out my website email me and i will be back all right, thanks. Bye.